And it's really about what I foresee as some of the challenges, opportunities, and amazing things that are going to happen for e-commerce businesses in 2023. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, CEO of Digital Dawn, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you explode your business online. I outline my tried and true secret sauce, the D2D method that's guaranteed to bring your business results. As an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast, the first podcast of 2023. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, and I want to thank you so much for joining me in this new year. For those of you who don't know me, or maybe this is your first time listening, again, my name is Dawn Sinkula. I'm the CEO and founder of Digital Dawn. I run an e-commerce marketing agency, digital marketing agency, and we help business owners in the online space grow and scale online. We help them by uh, running paid media strategies and campaigns. We come up with strategic marketing plans. We work on email and SMS marketing campaigns. We help build Shopify stores. We do website conversion rate optimization. I've got a team of graphic designers, copywriters. We are a full service marketing agency. And I have been in business now going into my ninth year uh, running my agency. And prior to that, my corporate life was at Target and I was uh, a senior executive for them. And so e-commerce has really been in my blood ever since I have had a job. I've always worked in the retail space um, and there's no other place to learn and grow and understand retail better than Target, right? So I feel like um, now having run the agency for nine years, having that corporate background, I've got really solid foundation on e-commerce and marketing and all the things that go into running a successful e-commerce brand, specifically in the digital and online space. So This podcast is really what I'm titling the 2023 State of the Marketing Union here, and it's really about what I foresee as some of the challenges, opportunities, and amazing things that are going to happen for e-commerce businesses in 2023. My predictions, let's call it. Now, these may or may not pan out, um, but as I have had so much time to reflect from 2022 and what we know were some of the biggest challenges and what potentially is coming around the corner here as we go into 2023. So first, let me just kind of wrap up a little bit of, you know, some of the challenges that we, all of us digital marketers and e-com business owners had in 2022 with the launch of, you know, iOS and all of the challenges regarding, you know, Facebook and tracking and gosh, distribution, fulfillment, all of those things that were challenges and have continued to be challenges for us. So many e-com business owners continue to grow and continue to thrive in 2022. We saw some of the best results at the agency um, regarding paid media and sales growth than we have ever seen 
in past years, even so much so that we are encouraging our clients to continue to spend in that paid media realm, right? So for us, paid media is sort of at the crux of bringing in traffic and driving sales and growth. But of course, we know that there's other things that will do that as well. But challenges were definitely there for 2022. Tracking, attribution, understanding how Facebook, the platform itself is changing, a lot of audience challenges, different things that we know make marketing harder for e-com business owners and specifically for digital marketers, agency related and otherwise, make it very, very challenging for us to be able to help our clients strategically use the right platforms to continue to grow. So that all being said, when you look at the sort of landscape of 2023 and what is to come, one of the things that I still find very encouraging is that e-commerce is still growing considerably online. Now, e-commerce in 2023, predictably, is going to be growing at a slower pace than it was during pandemic times, right? Obviously, with all of the businesses being closed, people got into the online space very quickly because if they didn't, their businesses were not going to be successful. But even that being said, 2023, e-commerce is still going to be growing, maybe a bit slower, but still growing. And it's still going to be taking a large slice of the retail world. So according to Shopify and their commerce trend report, by the end of 2023, one in every five retail sales will be made online. Okay, think about that. One in every five retail sales will be made online. So that means that there are tons, tons of opportunity for e-com business owners to grab that market share. And whether that is with paid, whether that is with brand loyalty, whether that is, however that is, there is still a ton of opportunity for e-com brands in this space. I think we're going to see that we're going to have globally a huge increase in sales for the e-commerce world. And I think statistically in e-com, there are going to be close to, I think I read somewhere like 2.2 billion people shopping through e-commerce in 2023. And that equates to billions, hundreds of billions of dollars. So why do I think that this is an important, you know, stat for you to follow? Because I am hearing from clients and I'm hearing in the online space and I'm even hearing from digital marketers that the markets are getting so saturated. Everybody's online. Everybody's, well, yes, that is true. But we know that this space of e-commerce is going to continue to grow and it is going to be responsible for a large chunk of all retail sales. So I tell you that to encourage you, not to discourage you from being online, but to encourage you to continue to see opportunities as an e-commerce business for getting into this online space and having the ability to thrive in retail sales, even though the market may seem crowded, there are tons and tons of opportunities for people. 
I think that it's expected that e-commerce will account for 95% of all purchases by 2024 or by 2040. Okay. All purchases. So expected that e-commerce will account for 95% of all purchases by 2040. That's according to demandsage.com. So there is going to be a real shift, I think, in 2023 and into 2024 with big box retailers needing to play the game, right? And needing to up their game in the online space and digital space. And I think there's going to be the need for the average e-com business owner to really up their game in the online space. So when I say that, what does that mean? Well, I predict that we are going to see this AI space come into play more. So if you don't or haven't really thought about what AI is, it's artificial intelligence. And when I think about artificial intelligence, there's a lot of different elements where artificial intelligence is coming into play as it relates to e-commerce and specifically in the digital marketing space. So there's different companies coming out now with artificial intelligence that help create massive um, digital graphic sort of, you know, personas of different people, different brands, different products. And they can create and craft these images that are really fascinating in minutes, right? And it gives line of sight to the creativity that can happen instantly, and without the need of a person, right? So I think that's going to change the game a little bit as we think about artificial intelligence, we think about graphic design, we think about elements of catching people's attention. We know that we have somewhere about three seconds to be able to grab people's attention uh, when they're scrolling. So using things like artificial intelligence to do a graphic design or to create a persona of a brand that is eye-catching, artificial intelligence, I think, is going to play a bigger role in 2023 as it has, you know, maybe in the past. I also think artificial intelligence is going to play a bigger role in copywriting. And there are several companies that are coming out with artificial intelligence that are really, really I mean, pretty amazing stuff where they can really write and create content that is SEO rich, that has done research on personas and keywords and the ability to craft and create messaging and research that would have taken an SEO or copywriter maybe hours, days, weeks to do. This AI intelligence can do it within minutes. And that's kind of scary for some copywriters, right? That's kind of scary for some digital designers that this artificial intelligence is going to be able to kind of take over, so to speak, some of these key functions. Now, what I will tell you is that although I think that the artificial intelligence and the AI world is an amazing tool, what I think that it's going to do is to help us or complement the digital marketers in providing services for our clients in a faster and maybe even a more unique way. What I don't think is going to happen with artificial intelligence is that it's going to take the place of copywriters, and I don't think that it's going to take the place of graphic designers. I think it's going to enhance the space, and I think it's going to help us move more quickly and give us digital marketers a leg up in being able to move and to fluctuate and to create and craft messages and images 
much faster than we ever have before, which is needed when there's this much competition in the space. But there is something about artificial intelligence that is just that. It's still artificial. And I don't think there's ever going to be, um, you know, an AI tool that is going to take the place of being able to sit across the table or sit across a Zoom or Teams with someone having a strategic conversation about their marketing strategy, being able to talk about all of the different things that need to go into a complex marketing strategy the elements of the campaign that you're trying to create, the messaging words that you want to say, the way in which you want that to be done and said and crafted and the feelings. And I think there's a place for artificial intelligence, but I don't know that it is going to replace or take over copywriting, graphic design, or even the digital marketing space, right? I think that it's going to enhance us, not replace us. I do think also for 2023 that we are going to see that we are going to need to understand how big of a role mobile shopping plays in the online space. And you may say, well, it plays a big role now, but I think that what we can expect in the online space is that smartphones are going to be the majority of the way that people purchase in the future. And I think I read somewhere that smartphone users generated something like $4 trillion in retail e-commerce sales in like 2020, 2021, something like that. So we know that smartphones are going to be the way that people are going to shop. And I can't even tell you how many websites I have audited where you know, it's just not mobile optimized. It's not easy to shop on a mobile phone. It's really still antiquated for or set up for, you know, a desktop or even an iPad to a certain degree. And I really think that we are going to need to see um, e-commerce businesses really step up their mobile game, make it more gamified, be able to see the options and the opportunities that are unique and uniquely um, there for smartphones and for people to purchase mobily. And I think that's going to be something that we as digital marketers are going to have to get really, really comfortable with that the majority of times people are going to be shopping, it's going to be from their smartphone. And we're going to have to do a better job of capturing that attention and making that user checkout experience much smoother and faster in that space. So That's to come. I also think that we're really going to start to see um, different e-com platforms sort of morph. And what I mean by that is I think that we are going to see social media platforms change over this next year. There has been so many rumors around that TikTok is potentially not going to be a viable option for us as digital marketers in 2023 or even maybe 2024, that it's going to be something that we're not going to be able to use in the marketing space or that it may not even be available to the United States. I have heard things that Twitter is going to be taking over the world (laughs) and it's going to change the way that all of us hear and see and use social media as a platform. 
Now, right, wrong, or otherwise, it's not a debate on whether or not you think that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just, I think social media platforms are going to be evolving and changing, which is really going to make the agency model need to be flexible and need to have more than one sort of point of marketing, meaning that you hear people say all sorts of things about being omnipresent, right? And having all this omni-channel sort of presence, meaning that you need to be on all these different platforms and you need to not have your eggs all in one basket. And I think that's really going to hold true for marketing agencies as well, is that we're going to need to be able to help our clients navigate tough situations, different media platforms, and really understand that you can't just be a TikTok agency anymore. You can't just be a Facebook agency anymore, that you really have to be a marketing partner and a strategic partner, understanding how all of these different platforms are going to play into your client's growth. And I think that a lot of times we as digital marketing agencies get really focused in one area and being very, very efficient in that area. But we also lose line of sight or can lose line of sight of, you know, other platforms that might be better or other ways that we can help our clients continue to grow and scale by other means such as email, SMS, loyalty programs, branding programs, all those different things that I think are going to be extremely important as we see this social media, as we see social media platforms change and grow over this next year. I think we're going to find some new players that are going to come into the Uh, paid media game. I think Apple is um, and has always planned on jumping into the paid media space. I think that this whole iOS privacy policy was a play for other (laughs) people to get into the game. I think Apple is hoarding its data and um, has plans to jump in in some capacity, whether that happens in 2023, 2024. We all know that it's coming. Um, And I think that that is going to change the way that we do business online and particularly as it comes to mobile, right? What I just talked about and being able to have your website mobily optimized. If you have an iPhone, you're going to have to be able to, you know, optimize this way. If you don't have an iPhone and you're going, you know, you're going to need to be able to have traffic to, you know, that particular type of phone, maybe not through paid on Apple, obviously, and those types of things. I don't know. It's going to just be an interesting, um, an interesting game this year, I think, and and it's going to change. I think the way that we look at social platforms. So that's my prediction there. I I feel like at Digital Dawn, we have always taken a holistic view of our clients' business. We don't just focus on one element. As I mentioned before, we're a full-service marketing agency. And the reason that I decided to do a full-service marketing agency is because when I first started in this business, what I would find is that I'd have these great strategic conversations with business owners, but then they would never have anybody to actually implement the strategies that we would come up with. And so I started hiring a team of experts to be able to implement these things for them. And then I would find that they would need this and they would need somebody to do that. And so that's why we've continued to grow into this full service marketing agency 
One, because a lot of businesses, regardless of size, don't have digital marketing expertise on their teams. Or if they do, they only are focused in one area. But also that it isn't about doing digital marketing in a silo. It is about doing digital marketing across multiple channels. And really that whole omnipresence is critical to the success of growth and scaling from an e-com perspective. And I think you need to be able to have a strategic digital marketing partner like Digital Dawn that can help you see all areas of your business, not just one element of it. We do a holistic view of our clients, um, sort of their entire business as we start working with them. We have what we call the D2D methodology, which is our unique process, where we have of six different elements that we know need to work together in sort of this cyclical process in order for a business to grow and scale online. And it's not just about paid. It is about auditing and taking a look at what is really working in the business, what's really not working in the business, and getting a baseline for what really is happening and how that works best. And it's unique for every business. Ecom to ecom is not always the same, right? And just because you run an ecom business and I run an ecom business and we're in the same niche, our business models are very different. Our products are very different. Even if we had five of the same supplement companies, the way in which that business is done is very different. And we like to start at the beginning examining what's working and what's not and pulling back the curtain and finding those blind spots. Hey, everybody, it's Dawn. Thanks so much for listening. I just wanted to pause really quick and say that if this episode is bringing up any questions or thoughts about your own business, and you're needing a little guidance, head over to digitaldawnagency.com and book a free consultation with me. I'm happy to sit down and brainstorm what your business might need to grow and scale online. We also spend a lot of time on awareness. And awareness to me means kind of that attracting the right high quality customers to your products and serving them the best type of content online through sort of our framework framework. I always use this um, quote of like, when you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. And I think a lot of times business owners feel like they are trying to, you know, get a message across to the masses when the reality is if you niched it down or said the right things to the right people, you'd have a lot more success. And so we talk a lot with our clients about awareness. We talk about conversions. Obviously, you want to get people to your website, but when they get there, you want them to convert, right? And that's why we spend time on conversion rate optimization and making sure that that website is optimized at the highest level possible before, key, before we start running traffic to it. Because I have seen over my nine years now, so many business owners spend so much money on driving traffic to their store, and then they get frustrated because it didn't work, right? Have you ever heard that? Oh, I worked with a marketing agency, or I tried Facebook ads, or I tried paid so you know paid media. It never works. Well, a lot of times it's not working because your website isn't converting at at least industry average. And so we spend time working with our clients to ensure that the website is converting at least at industry average and that it's high converting, um, streamlined, and that the checkout process is 
easy to do. I had an audit. I have audited now probably in the course of my nine years, probably thousands of websites, to be honest with you. I have audited so many stores and I can't even tell you how many times I've audited stores and I've actually gone through the entire process, get, have gotten to checkout and the checkout process is broken, or it's super clunky, or it doesn't work right. And specifically, as I said, on mobile, which is going to be even more important in 2023. So making sure that that conversion is happening. Now, conversions on websites is one thing, but also conversions with customers that you currently have, right? And making them repeat um, customers, which is one of the other elements that we talk about. But before we get to that one, I always want to pause and talk about fulfillment. That's the fourth thing in our D2D process, the fourth metric or the fourth process that we really dig into with our clients. And the reason that we do this is because we have found that over the course of, particularly during COVID, but even you know today where we know that distribution and fulfillment is still a challenge, When we spend time, money, and effort and marketing strategies to get people to convert to your store, and then you can't actually deliver the product that you've promised to them in the most you know, timely manner with the least amount of damage, the correct product to the right person, it really does do something terrible to your brand, right? (laughs) Like people don't really have the patience to give you a second chance. Even though you may apologize, even though you may make it right, all of those different things, people still want and expect that they're going to order a product. It's going to get there fast. And thank you, Amazon, for the, you know, 24-hour prime, same-day delivery, those types of things. If you can't deliver a product and make it a smooth process, I don't care how great your product is, it's going to still leave a bad taste in the mouths of your clients and customers. So we spend a lot of time talking about the fulfillment and making sure that if we are going to run a traffic or paid media campaign to your store, that you actually, one, can fulfill, as you said, that you've got enough inventory, that you can get it from point A to point B on time, and that it's going to run smoothly and that it's going to actually get there in the amount of time that you've said. So the fifth um, process or the fifth point of our cyclical process is around retention. And it's kind of that whole, it's not me, it's you kind of thing. It it really is about making sure that your customers feel valued, that they understand and hear about you and that they know that your, that your product is, or your brand really is what it says it is. And you want those customers to repeat purchases. And if you've spent money on gaining customers, because we all know there's going to be a cost associated with gaining new customers, that cost you want to be able to maximize that as much as possible by repeat customers from those that you've already acquired. So if you spend $10 to acquire a customer and they buy something for $50 the first time, simple math, $40 of that is quote unquote profit. Now I'm not taking cogs and all that into it, but let's just say that. But the next time they purchase a $50 product, it's $50 of profit. Cogs not included, right? So you're getting additional profit and additional value from a customer that repeats. There's something to be said about brand loyalty. There's something to be said about having customers to your horn for you. So user-generated content, reviews, VIP programs, giving people special deals, discounts, making them feel like it's really 
you know, about them. That is what retention is all about. And we spend a lot of times with our time with our clients talking about how to really leverage and use and utilize that cost that they've spent to acquire those customers to get them into repeat purchasers so that the lifetime value of your customer can go up and thus you can become more profitable. And the final thing, the final metric or the final piece of our cyclical D2D methodology is around measurement. And I think this for 2023 is going to be an important conversation and topic because I don't know about you, but I have heard so many agencies and so many marketers and so many Facebook gurus say how hard it is to measure, right? Like attribution is so hard. It's so challenging. We don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I don't disagree. It has been a real challenge this year to measure and and get the attribution to line up properly so that you can actually see where your marketing dollars are going and you can see that you're getting a return on your investment. But I think that we have to, as digital marketers, believe that all decisions need to be based, based off of strong data-driven decisions, right? So what I mean by that is that you have to come up with a set of KPIs that you and your clients agree upon. And you as my client, we agree upon those particular KPIs, whether it be the marketing um, index or whether it be, you know, a specific KPI of conversion or whether it, or all of those things, right? The marketing efficiency ratio, the MER, is becoming the more common metric that marketing agencies are working off of, which is a marketing efficiency ratio. And that marketing efficiency ratio is really a combination of a lot of different metrics and numbers combined into an efficiency number that shows that all of the efforts that you're putting together are really equating into sales. And if you were to take one of those elements away, that your sales would actually drop. And that includes paid, that includes email, SMS, all those types of things. And I believe, and the team at Digital Dawn believes, that all good decisions come from a strong data-driven metrics. And so data doesn't lie. It takes the emotions out of things, and it helps make better business decisions. So having all of those things, so doing a great audit, having awareness, having conversion, talking about fulfillment, understanding retention, and then finally measuring things that help you make great data decisions is our D2D methodology. And you may be saying, gee, Don, this doesn't sound like anything super unique. Eh, It couldn't, you know, these words independent of themselves are not specifically unique, but the way that we talk about it, use it, and look at it as a holistic view of your entire business is pretty unique. And I think that uniqueness and that sort of methodology and process is going to be needed for all marketing needs and strategies in 2023. And I think you're going to find that that is going to be a very unique process that you're not going to find in a lot of different marketing agencies. So for those of you who are interested in working with us or learning more about how our business can help support your business, please go to our website at digitaldawnagency.com and click the contact button and you can fill out a form. We can get on uh, a discovery call, see if you are a good fit. We primarily work with business owners that are looking to grow and scale. So if you're doing at least 20,000 plus a month in e-com sales, 
then you are a good fit for us to chat with you. So um, I encourage you to fill things out, to have that conversation with us. Let's see if we can help you. But I cheers to everybody's success. Congratulations, hopefully, on having a great 2022 year. And let's continue to grow, scale, and make lots of money online in 2023. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I am so excited about what we have to come on this podcast for 2023 as well. We've got some amazing brands that we're going to be highlighting and featuring. We also have some amazing experts that we're going to be talking to about tech things that are going to help you, uh, new kind of processes or new ways of thinking about business. The intent of this podcast has always been to help you grow and scale and become profitable. It is not just a marketing podcast. It is all about becoming an e-com business that is profitable. And that doesn't just mean marketing. That means understanding all different elements of your business. Like I said, that fulfillment piece, that retention piece, that awareness piece, that measurement piece, those are all really important elements to becoming profitable in an e-com business. And we're going to bring experts on this year that are going to help you understand ways that you can do that and ways that you are going to be able to continue to grow and scale online. So continue to listen. If there are specific areas that you want us to talk about or specific guests that you think would be amazing for this podcast, be sure to reach out and let us know as well. Thank you so much for all of the reviews and be sure to download and follow these episodes so that you can stay up to date on all the amazing things that we have coming for the 2023 year. All right, you guys, until next time, cheers to your success. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to see if you're a good fit to work with the Digital Dawn team, head over to digitaldawnagency.com forward slash contact and let's book a call. Thanks so much again and until next time.